Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Marquee Matchup Show. Episode 38 is a, a huge episode. We got a lot to talk about today, Joey. Not only do we have our games from last week to cover, not only do we have our games from next week, some big Premier League matchups, Serie A, Bundesliga, and some classic MLS action. But, Joey, there was a big thing that happened in the soccer world today. What was it? The UCL, also known as the Champions League draw, happened today. We had a lot to talk about. This might be a slightly longer episode. We're going to try and fit in not only 10 games, but Champions League talk in between the two weeks. So, Joey, we got to dive right in. Would you like to hit us off with the first match? Yeah, we're diving. We're diving like Michael, Michael Phelps. We're into league. Eh. Um, <laughs> talking that was about good. that was good. I like that transition. Talking about Lille versus PSG, and you know, there's there's both absolutely nothing to talk about and so much to talk about in this game because it ended seven to one in favor of the visitors PSG. Seven yeah. to one, Charles. I don't. I... Well, I mean, you, you yeah, you, we can we can sit here and chat seven to one all we want but i feel like the big thing to mention mbappe hat trick neymar mm-hmm. brace messy goal and assist and that's neymar hat trick of assists as well real oh my gosh so i remember the last week we were talking about oh no maybe there's this big division between mbappe and neymar i don't think so anymore I yeah think no, they've got it figured it I out i don't i don't think so I, <laughs> I think i think they're doing pretty well neymar really? has actually gotten man of the match in every single game so far this season i think he has i think i think he's gotten like 9.6 or above according to fought mob in every single match and mbappe close so jeez but this team's this team's dangerous very dangerous first minute goal what like what happened they actually scored it was actually the quickest goal in league in history it was eight seconds my god I encourage what? anyone who hasn't seen it to go back and watch it. It was literally just... Oh my god, I just watched it. What? <laughs> it takes about three seconds to watch. What? They just pass it back, pass it to Messi. Messi dips it over the top for Mbappe. Mbappe dinks it, goes in. He's 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 confused when it goes in. That's not... Like, he is he that... looks at the ref, he looks at his teammates, he's like, did I just do that? He times that perfectly. Holy! It was, a, it was a fantastic goal. It was beautiful. And just a nice tap over. My goodness. The entire play was was fantastic. I mean, like it, it's very rare that you can get a goal from kickoff that is the length of a vine, but like <laughs> that's incredible. Shout out Vine. Seven seconds. You know. I miss it every day. I, miss <laughs> it. I didn't even have it, and I miss it. Oh, Vine was the Vine was TikTok before TikTok, and it was better than TikTok. I have I have TikTok now, and Vine was definitely better. I can confirm. <laughs> the thing with TikTok, we're gonna go on a slight. This is gonna just be a very long episode, Joey. Yeah, I okay. think we just have it's, to accept it at this good. point. It's all good. <laughs> the thing with TikTok is you get these videos that are seven, eight seconds, right? And they're really funny and good. But then you get like the two, three minute videos that are like longer, and it's like, okay, I don't have the attention span. And it's for that. just like someone like making a, a, a duck out of wood or something, and like, I don't know. With Subway Surfers gameplay on the Or top. Subway yeah. Surfers gameplay. <laughs> or Minecraft speedrun gameplay in the background. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
But Vine was, I think that was the best part about Vine. It was just limited to, you literally could not go over eight seconds. So that was, that was their best thing. It was just peak comedy for seven seconds after seven seconds. Such a shame oh. that they had to, they had to shut it down. I don't even know why they shut it down, but. Yeah, I don't know why either, Joey. That's, it's. Those silly billies over there. It's one, it's one question for the historians. Um, yeah. But Joey, other than this, the seven second goal. This game seemed just complete domination. Yeah, I mean, I I watched the highlights. They actually PSG they they scored that first goal and they didn't actually get a second one until what was it like the thirty the thirty ninth? Oh no, the twenty seventh minute. Well, only twenty six minutes later, Joey. They didn't. They for the the first like I don't know thirty minutes. They didn't seem completely dominant other than those two goals. But then as soon as the second half hit, they got two really quickly. They got one right before the half, and it was basically over from there. They played Joey, beautiful. They played some beautiful, had some beautiful goals. I don't want to hear you say like, "Oh, they only scored twenty six minutes later." <laughs> I watched ninety five minutes of Tottenham versus Wolves for for Harry Kane to score a header in like the eighty fifth minute. <laughs> it was awful. It was awful. I mean, I would love for a single Tottenham game to be seven to one. I I mean, we've seen a couple seven to twos before. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we saw a, uh, well, what did we see? Six, six nil in person with NYCFC versus DC United. Yeah, we don't need to talk about DC United <laughs> on this episode. Oh my God, Joey. Well, We've gone through talk, enough of that. If we're going to talk seven to two, is that, is that not what the, what did that game end at? It ended six one. Wait, which one are you talking about? <laughs> the game, the, the Philly game that just happened. The one, you know, me, me and Ava went to that. Me and my sister went to that game. We were at that game. We were, we were behind the goal where they scored five second half goals. Or four, four second half goals. Oh, that's great. At least you got to see scoring. We did. We did. I, I set my expectation at four nil before that game. <laughs> Clearly, I thought too highly of my team. Do you think that there is something about Americans that necessarily means or necessarily makes them want like, oh, more goals equals more exciting? Or do you think that's just human nature? Like, do you think someone who's grown up watching the game would more appreciate like uh, a defensive battle between two giants with a lot of great passes, crosses and chances or a game like this where it's seven to one? I mean, I think it just depends on the excitement. Like, a, an 8 nil can be just as boring as a nil nil, and a, a nil nil can be just as exciting as an 8 nil. It just depends on what the action is, how nice the goals are, how good the play is. Um, I mean, I will say it's easier to have an 8 nil be exciting, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. you can definitely have an exciting nil nil draw. I've, I have certainly seen them before. Yeah, I mean... That, but that's I feel like that's the the joy of soccer. It's like there are certain sports where if it ends, like if a baseball game ends one zero, it's not really that exciting, right? But if mm-hmm. a soccer game ends ends one zero and you wait the entire game for one goal, then it's electric. You know what I mean by that? I yeah. feel like that's one of the things that soccer has going for it that it doesn't necessarily need lots of scoring to be exciting, but it also doesn't help to have lots of scoring. I mean, or just, hurt think, to have lots of just think about like I don't know the Champions League final from this past year, where 
it was nonstop action at Courtois' net, but he just was stopping every single one of them. He was essentially scoring a goal for Real every single time he made a ridiculous save in yeah. that game, and he made about five of them. So, Or just like the, um, oh, I don't even know who they were playing, but the it was U.S. versus Belgium, right, in the mm, Tim 2010 Howard. with Tim Howard, the Secretary yeah. of Defense. Secretary like, of I, Defense. I, I vividly remember that game just because of how, like, in my face was. exciting that was you know what i mean yeah exactly so it's possible but you know 7-1 definitely some excitement in that one in, i would in say that, that is with a, PSG uh, versus Lille. especially with was... Lille being such a good team historically yeah, at least that's shocking to me the mm. what do you, what's even more shocking is that if you look at the xg it's 1.68 for Lille, 3.65 for psg so what if happens you end when a game, you have three of the best goal yeah. scorers in the world on the same team. <laughs> if you end a game, uh, one to, three to one, that's not that bad. Seven to one is is incredibly like different from mm-hmm. what you would expect from a three to one game. Yeah. So that's just very much shocking. I mean, just look at Donnarumma's rating too. He he had a good yeah. game. There were he made a couple of very nice saves in there too. PSG, I mean, we'll we'll get to it a little bit later, but PSG are something different this season, I think. No, I have I have feelings on it. I have feelings on it, and we'll we'll get to that in between weeks, Joey. I'm assuming. Yeah, I think so. Um, but Joey, do you have anything else you'd like to add about this game in particular? Uh, uh, I guess you know if if Lille had 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 if Tim Weah weren't injured, I think it would have been the score lines would have been reversed. But I was, you know, I you took the words right out of my mouth, Joey. Yeah, no American, <laughs> no win. Like that's that's just kind of the rule. Now, like, yeah, sorry, it's yeah. Greater it amount of like... Americans means more goals and more wins. <laughs> it's a direct correlation. <laughs> Look at Leeds, like exactly. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. How can you not have like? How can you not look at what Leeds is doing and be like, okay, well, America equals good at soccer. Also, the um, recently in before like a few days before recording this episode, the U.S. dollar is now stronger than the uh, than the euro is. So for everyone out there who doesn't understand what that means, that means it is now called soccer and no longer football. Exactly. And because we control the money and, you know, so we control the sport as it, as it, as soccer has always been, Joey. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Well, Joey, would you like to take us into the first of two matches that I feel like would excite you from last week? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, the first match, this one was, was nice and early at one 30 on a Sunday just in time for me to wake up to watch it. It was Atleti versus Villarreal. And you said excitement, but I'm going to be honest with you, this game was not exciting. Well, I more meant it as in, like, you're a Barca fan. Would you Uh, not want to see one of the best teams in the league fall? uh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, well, it it was good to see Atleti fall, but at the same time, Villarreal looked like a true a, a very good team this season and they have a lot of very solid players they have depth way more than last season and they they look a little dangerous but in this game neither team really looked that dangerous it, it kind of i mean there weren't a crazy amount of shots there were chances on either end but the chances were they were there were it was one of those games where there's few chances but they were really good chances 
Atleti had some, they missed them. Villarreal had some, and they took them. Villarreal's goal, which was essentially the winning goal because the other goal came um, in the 97th minute after a red card and essentially the game was over. But the first goal was one of the worst mistakes I've seen in, 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 in a little bit outside of DC United uh, by, <laughs> by Molina. By Nahuel Molina. I almost called him Jorge Molina, but that's somewhat different. Joey, it had an XG of 0.07. Yes. Well, what? it was, it was, well, that's actually pretty impressive. That's what it was. But anyways, <laughs> it was, it was just a sideways back pass in, in almost his own box. He was not even looking where he was passing the ball. And Jeremy Pino just stepped in, took the ball, shot, and scored. And oh, that, that was, was that was it. That is horrible. And the mistake defined the whole game. And then he went and got a red card later on for <laughs> pushing someone. It was not a good day for him. He 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 had a pretty terrible game. He he lost the game single handedly for Atleti. I mean, Atleti didn't well, score. Yeah, I mean, so you can you can always say that. Like if there is one mistake that ends up costing a game you could say yes that that is all that player's fault but i, I especially because a little backstory on me joey i played high school volleyball and mm-hmm. we were in this we were in the sectionals sectional finals right and i was the libero so my job was to play on the line and like every time it was hit down the line i would just pop it straight up right i was pretty decent at it except for in the sectional finals we were playing um our our biggest rivals and they had two kids who run the olympic u18 team which you know <laughs> is always fair and it was their outside hitter who was hitting directly at me every time it was i want to say it was it was match point because it was this down to the final game and he hits it right at me and i shank it and i'm like oh my god it's all my fault that we lost and my coach pulls me aside and he's like yeah. he looked at me and he's like yes you lost us that last point but you didn't lose us every point in every subsequent game leading up to that. You can't say it's all your fault. And while I mean, like, if there is only, to be fair, though, in this game, it seems like there was one mistake that was in the entire game, yeah. you know? I mean, there but, were there was one mistake that led to a goal, and there was another red card that led to a goal a minute afterwards. So, yeah, I mean, it's a little hard to defend had the worst. <laughs> he had the worst performance of any player on the pitch. We'll go for that. Yeah, you know, that's fair. 4.8, not great on Fob Mob. Yeah, no, not, not I've, I've seen better. I've seen much, much better. <laughs> and he wasn't, like, that terrible aside from that. He just, when you're making two decisions like that, you know, that's, it's that's a how lot. It's, it's going to be defined. Yeah. It's like if you, it, it, <laughs> it's like if you go and just shoot somebody in public, it's like you get arrested for life. It's like, well. Yeah, that decision doesn't define you, but it also kind of defines you as a human, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean by that? Exactly, exactly. Like you that's... make one terrible, terrible mistake, and it's like, ooh, well, okay. To be fair, I don't think this man killed somebody on the on the pitch, but, you know. I don't think so. He might have killed his, his Atleti career a little bit. Uh, uh, I see what uh, you did there. I see what uh, you did there, Joey. Uh, but, Joey, speaking, don't, don't, speaking of excitement, would you like to lead us into the next match hell yeah i'd absolutely love to go into it the next match my personal favorite of the week was real sociedad versus barcelona where barca came out four to one winners and let me tell you 
this game was so strange. They scored <laughs> they scored in 47 seconds, Lewandowski, on his birthday with his first goal for Barca. Very nice goal. Great run That's from Alex Balde. Pretty exciting. Then Sociedad equalized five minutes later with <laughs> a series of errors and poor defending and comically... The goal resulted from Alexander Isak, who's now going to Newcastle, by the way, interestingly enough. This was his last game for Sociedad. But he shot the ball. It bounced off Eric Garcia back into Isak. And then it went, like, kind of rolled up his foot and off his shin and just looped in over Ter Stegen. It was was an interesting goal, I will say. At first, I thought it was, like, a crazy finish by him. But no. I just chipped it up, but no, yeah, it was, it was just, all unintentional. He, he just got lucky. And then it was just kind of nothing for the next 60 minutes. Barca did nothing. Sociedad had had a few chances and were definitely the better team, actually, for the next 60 minutes. Ter Stegen made some beautiful saves. But then on came Ansu Fati, and the man changed the game. He had two assists within the first four minutes of being on the pitch. And then finished it off with a goal in the 79th minute. And the game finished 4-1. to one. Quick question. Mm. So I'm watching the highlights. Mm. 52nd minute. Real Sociedad whips in a, a, a free kick. Bounces right in. Doesn't look like it touches the man. Did it touch the man? What? So they had a, a free kick outside the oh. box. Oh. Yeah. No, it doesn't touch the man, but it's offsides because... Because he tried to play he, it. He's involved in the play, and Ter Stegen would oh, just okay. go out and grab it if the player wasn't there. That makes sense. No, I'm that, always, yeah, that I'm, one was a that was fair call. I've always been confused about rules like that because it always seems like, like the way that the rule has always been laid out to me has always been like, if the guy's not directly touching the ball, then it's fine, right? Well, in most in most cases, that is true because like they're not going to have an impact on the play. But the way I think about it is if the player wasn't there, would it have still been a goal? And it's pretty clear that if the player yeah, wasn't there, yeah. that Ter Stegen would have just walked out and picked up the ball <laughs> with no problem. Well, you never so, know. We've seen how De Gea plays. Yeah, you you never you can never know for <laughs> certain, but <laughs> we uh, we but, can be we can be kind of sure that Ter Stegen would. Yeah. He has hands, so like that 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 pretty much <laughs> excludes any mistakes there. I feel like for. The f- like I don't want to say it's a breakout game for Lewandowski because he's been he's tried and true, but Lewandowski. like yeah, but this was this was a great like game for him to really show up and uh, and like prove that he's kind of worth what he was uh, what he was paid for. You know what I mean? Yeah, it definitely it definitely was a great game for him. It was his birthday. It was his first away game. It seems like he's he's really forming a good partnership with Pedri and and Ansu Fati and I before before Ansu Fati came on it was essentially all Lewandowski and Pedri that were doing basically everything for the Barca team and it seemed like no one else really knew what they were doing knew what they were doing in this the system that Xavi had set up with the three at the back yeah so he he really showed himself this game I think even if he even if the game ended 1-1 and none of those goals had been scored, he probably still would have been my man of the match. Uh yeah, I'd probably I'd probably get it. I I would agree with that. 
Plus, he's got a sick haircut, which is all I really care about in the end of things, you know? He's <laughs> yeah. 34, but he looks somewhere... I, I don't want to make fun of the man because he's one of the greatest strikers of, of recent history, but, like, he looks anywhere between, like, 23 and, like, 72. Yeah. You know what he I has, mean? He has the dad look. He, he just doesn't really age, but, like, he also inc- ages incredibly fast. It's very weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. He he really could fall anywhere in there. Oh, but Joey, do you have anything else you'd like to add about this match? No, sir. Joey, I think it's time we get on to the most shocking match of uh of the week. Yeah, why don't you start us off on this one, Charles? So this match, I watched most of it, not all of it, but some of it, believe it or not, <laughs> was Man United versus Liverpool. Joey, do you want to know why I watched this game? Why is that? I watched this game because before going into this game, Man United had not scored a goal, right? <laughs> they had an own goal that, that counted for them. And if they didn't score, um, if they didn't score in this match, they would have had to nominate a an own goal from the other team as their goal of the month. <laughs> and that's what I was pulling for. Do not laugh too hard, Joey. Because West Ham did not score a goal this month. They scored. They scored <laughs> seven in Europe. Does that yeah, but but West Ham has <laughs> not scored in the Premier League season, which is very uh, funny. I saw West a tweet. Ham isn't Man United though, so <laughs> also very true. But I saw a tweet that was it looked very like um, it was made on Microsoft Word or Microsoft Movie Maker, whatever it is, and uh, it said it was the West Ham logo. It said West Ham goal of the month. And then it just kind of like uh, like um, scrolled to like black for like five seconds, and then it came up like with another slide. It's like, thank you. <laughs> it is it is bad, but Joey, this game surprisingly ended two to one. You man, you, which I don't know if anybody saw coming. I think that the prior or other than um. Other than them not playing, or other than them winning, I think the most shocking part of this was the fact that Harry Maguire, Captain Harry Maguire, was on the bench to start the match, which was very shocking, I feel like. And Ronaldo. And Ronaldo, which was funny. There was a, um, a another tweet I saw, which was, it was something like Ronaldo Center News, and it was a picture of Ronaldo, and it's like, Cristiano Ronaldo delivers Eric Ten Hag his first Premier League win. <laughs> it's like, he was on for like... T- Five minutes. What are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, it I was, think I think it was. It might have been someone different this time. Still very funny, but the the things that stuck out to me. I mean, there was really only one thing, and it was Virgil Van Dyke. Virgil Van Dyke played one of, if not the single worst games I have ever seen him play in my entire life. On the first, I think it was the first goal. The central yes, goal. On the first goal. Sancho basically, like, you know when you're playing FIFA, you you shoot and then you press the pass button, you fake shot? Mm-hmm. He did that, um, who was it? The the goalie, I can't remember names, I'm terrible with names. The Liverpool Allison. goalie, Alisson, slides out of the way, and you know how defenders stand there with their hands behind their back. Van Dijk stood there, didn't move with his hands behind his back, and kind of just was hoping that his presence alone, like, <laughs> deflect the ball out of the way. <laughs> Sancho slotted it easily into the bottom corner, which was just like 
as as a gambler who is betting on Liverpool because obviously they're Liverpool. There's no chance that they lose this game. Like that was very very frustrating. I did see again. I'm I'm on Twitter quite a lot as you can tell with my stories, but I saw a tweet with um it was uh, I'm big ups to Sancho for being able to to expertly curl the ball around uh the orbit of Virgil van Dyke, And it was just a picture of van Dyke standing there with a big blue circle around him. <laughs> it was, but it was, it was a shocking game because like as, as much as it's like, okay, these are two good teams that that's Liverpool. This was yeah. man. U who hadn't scored, who had, who was bottom of the table. Like Liverpool has yet to win a game, which I mean, like I keep saying, but it's just so shocking to me. As a fan of American sports, where it's like, if you're especially if you're talking football, the, the Patriots win every other year, right? So it's like, it's shocking to see a team go from like, basically all, not almost winning the league, but being at the the pinnacle, you know, mm-hmm. to Champions league final exactly to being where they are now. Like, not much has changed for this team. They, I feel like they got better other than losing Mane, right? So I feel I like think... they. Yeah, they're definitely struggling a little bit with injuries this season, especially to midfielders and defenders. Joey, I saw another tweet, Um, and I think it's something we all need to look at. It's This is the seventh season of Liverpool's manager. Again, names, I'm awful. Jurgen Klopp? Yes, it is his seventh. In his other two clubs, in their seventh seasons, they played horribly. So... Maybe I don't He's know. I'm not... Two other clubs for seven seasons. Yeah, I'm pulling this up. You... Isn't he like 45, or is he older than that? He's I don't 55. Know. It's impressive that he's been at two other clubs for seven years with that. It's he. So he played. He was at. Um, he was at Dortmund, and who else was he at? Mainz. Yeah, yes. you're right. Seven years for both. They got in in for Mainz. They got relegated the in his seventh year, and he or no, they got relegated the year before, and he couldn't get them out it, back into the Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. Dortmund ended up like finishing seventh or eighth in the league, and they lost the their cup. And now look what he's doing to Liverpool. I don't want to say it's going to happen the whole year because I really don't think it will, right? But at what yeah, point do you start? But at what point do you start to say, okay, well, the, it, obviously this can't happen every every week. But then if it happens week after week, like what what point do we say, sound the alarm for Liverpool? You know what I mean? I mean, I think if you look at the team that Jurgen Klopp has had this entire time at Liverpool, it's really impressive how good Liverpool have been. Considering, yes, they have a good, they've always had a good starting eleven with that front three and some some great defenders but you look at like the team that they got to the 2017 champions league final with and some other teams that they've used in the in the past and it's not even close to what the likes of city or man united or or chelsea have had in in reputation i think he's over it i think he's really overachieved and that's the problem is that he set the standard so high for himself that if he struggles to he only gets three if he if he doesn't win in his first three games it's like the end of the world in the same way that like if Messi goes three games without scoring people are freaking out I mean yeah you can say that but like I feel like by by week three you should at least have everything figured out to the extent where it's like okay we can compete and we can win 
right? I know a lot of Liverpool fans and players were complaining about the time wasting that uh, Man U was doing, but it's like, don't get yourself in that situation where you're down one goal or with like five minutes left. You know what I mean? Like, you can no, yeah, control that to an extent, and why would you not try your best to like not get in that position? Yeah. No, I I, I agree. I think, well, you you're gonna want to be trying hard and winning, but the whole time, exactly but like. I don't know. Personally, if you were to look at these two teams and say we were playing kickoff mode on FIFA, I would be <laughs> taking Manchester United. Wrong. I would take Liverpool 10 out of 10 times. Really? You think looking at those two starting 11s, you'd be taking Liverpool? Yes, 100%. And let me tell you why. I think... With Harvey Elephant... Jo- Elephant? <laughs> Elliot. <laughs> Jordan Henderson and James Milner in the midfield. Hear, the, hear me out. Hear me out. I think Firmino, Salah, Diaz is an infinitely stronger front three than Ilanga, Rashford, Sancho. Do you know what I mean? The midfield, yes, on on paper, Man U does have them beat, right? However, I think in the defense, again, I think Gomez, Van Dijk, Robertson, Arnold. How are you going to beat that by anyone in the Premier League? You know what I mean? On paper, not not in practice, because obviously in, in practice, this team hasn't done too well. And especially looking at De Gea's track record, like that, that's suspect in itself. And I understand we're talking FIFA, like kickoff mode, but still, I, I feel like Beck, uh, Alisson is better than De Gea nine out of 10 times in FIFA anyway. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I just look at that Liverpool midfield and I, 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 I worry. Like, if I were a manager and I had to deal with that midfield, some like, 18-year-old hotshot, the club captain, and then, like, a 37-year-old guy. Like, I'd be I'd be terrified. Milner still got it, though. Does he? Does <laughs> no, he, though? No, he does not. He does not. But, you know, <laughs> we have... That's, that's what I like. But I feel like, again, at, we're also at 30 minutes already, by the way. <laughs> Damn. Um, on, I feel like we still have one match to talk about this week. I feel like, it's some to some extent, your front three and back four can make up for what's lacking in the midfield and to some extent you know what i mean yeah. especially if you have if you have arnold and robertson who go up more often than they don't who are as good as they are they can make up for whatever struggles your midfield might be having not make up for completely but not completely i, again, I see but... what you're saying i got you yeah. i got you i got you <laughs> um joey would you like to lead us into our final game yeah I would love to. A game that I watched. Joey, not Random only did you hold on, week. not only did you watch it, you called it too. Did I call it exactly? Did I say two one? I don't know if you said two to one, but you did say Union Berlin was gonna beat Leipzig. Uh, I did. And you know you why? Did. Because they have Jordan Siabichu, Jordan Pefik, Jordan, Ooh. whatever you want to call him. Apparently he's okay with any of it now. Um Is that Pefik? Is group. that wait, is Siabichu Pefik? Yeah, it's the same thing. I did see. I did not know that. Pefik is his mother's maiden name. Uh, but anyways, two okay, okay. one, easy, easy, done and dusted for him. Berlin, they, 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 they did the classic Real Madrid where they were just under the cosh the entire time, as the Brits like to call it. They were defending well, and then boom, two goals. And Jordan Sibachu yeah. was involved in both of them. I, I must say, the assist. Was was as much of assist as Busquets's assist was for Messi against Real Madrid in that Clasico goal. Uh, he he uh. essentially just laid it off, laid it off, and 
Becker took it down the entire pitch, did a couple dribbles, and scored a beautiful <laughs> goal. But Sibichu's goal was you really nice. You take that. You take that. You do. You do. And and he got man of the match. He probably wasn't actually the man of the match, but Fat Mob Fat Mob liked his performance. When you're when you're so. when you're in 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 every goal scored for your team. Some way or another, I feel like you kind of deserve it to some extent. Well, so is the other striker. So. Well, uh, yeah, but he's American, so it's kind of like yeah, yeah, no, no, no. If you see a sick child do he's well more in a powerful. video game, it's like kind of better, you know. <laughs> it's better than if a, if a, a normal human does it. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. So good for Pefik. Um, there's not too much else to say about this game, but Berlin having a good season, all because of Jordan Pefik and absolutely nothing else. Great I, I mean, this just, again, goes to show, if you start the Americans, Chelsea, you win games. Start Pulisic Chelsea. in his position. Don't put him at, like, left back or, like, center mid. Put him at left wing and you will win games, right? You won't draw with Tottenham 2-1 at the buzzer, right? Like, that's... like. To all, I apologize. Thank you, Joe. Thank <laughs> you, you for thank you for, for correcting me. Gotta love those two one draws. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's basically what it was. I, I'm standing again, we're gonna go back to it briefly, very briefly, no more than like five sentences. But I do think if you watch that game, the first goal stands, the second goal should not. That's my thoughts on it. That's why I say two one draw. Okay, we're not going back to it, but <laughs> <laughs> well Joey Well that you Joey, say that. Other than USA, USA, do you have anything else you'd like to add? No, sir. Um, I'm ready to move on. Joey, we're going to move on to our midway point where we are going to be talking about the UEFA Champions League draw. We're going to try to keep it short for you fine folks. We're going to talk about who's in each league or who's in each group, um, who we think is going to win the group, and who we think, or I guess the, the top two teams who we think are going to win each group and, and advance. Also, Joey, at, once we start talking about the Champions League, I'm going to get the Champions League music in the background. Oh, so I don't have to sing it? Yeah, yeah, so you're good, you're good. <laughs> the funniest thing is I actually, I have that as my, like, alarm to wake up many mornings. Really? Yeah, because it's oh, a I good song. That. Oh, it's it such is, a good song, It's a song, beautiful dude. song, and, like, I would get up and I'd be raring to go. Oh, my, exactly. It's like, like you hear that song yeah. and you're immediately hyped up for the day. Oh my goodness, yes. Uh, but oh, Joey, I let's... should set that for like days that there are Champions League matches. That's what I do. That's like I, I wake up on a Wednesday and I'm like, <laughs> yes. It's time. It is time. But Joey, let's dive into Group A. Group A consists of Ajax, Liverpool, Napoli, Rangers. What are your thoughts? Who do you think's advancing? Who's going to get third? Lay it out for me. An, an exciting group. I think, honestly, I think... We have Napoli coming in last. Wow. And that's and that's that's all I can say about it. I think Ajax that's... fantastic team, Rangers great team, Liverpool great team, probably going to finish in first. And I think third or second and third is gonna be between Ajax and Rangers. See, that's where we're that's where we different or we, we differentiate because I, I mean like yes, Napoli is not the best team in Serie A, right? Mm. However, however, there is something to be said about playing and competing in a league like Serie A as opposed to playing in the, what is the Scottish League? The Scottish Super League? I think. Yes. Like, SPFL. you know what I mean? Like, it's something different from playing in that. You know what I mean? 
Like, you can take the best team in the MLS and throw them against a mid-table team on Serie A, and it would be a very close match. You know what I mean? That's... Maybe. Maybe. Ex exactly. Maybe. It, it Because of the, the style of play and the, the level of competition that they face, even a mid-table team would be better than most, like, great teams in smaller leagues and i'm not saying the scottish league is a smaller league by anything any stretch of the imagination they made it to the euro uh or the europa league finals sadly couldn't pull it off james sands this close um but i do think it's going to be liverpool ajax napoli rangers that is my prediction for this group i think you are forgetting that rangers have two americans oh. both starting james sands and malik tillman one was a ta uh, 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 an NYCFC legend. One of them is an NYCFC legend. The other is a Bayern, a Bayern, I don't know, academy graduate. <laughs> I mean, uh, to be fair, I do think it's going to be Liverpool, Ajax. I guess fourth and third are going to be up for t up for grabs for me. I do think. I think Ajax are are also probably the more likely of the two, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I think we're both putting a little too much faith in Jurgen Klopp in his seventh season as well, which could be frightening for everyone. Do I not... think Liverpool are too good, and they're they're like the Real of England. I think they 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 always do well in Europe. They have they have Europe pretty 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 settled at this point. I think they'll. That's be fair. Everyone. Also, Joey, the the website that I am using to to look at the groups is ESPN.com, mm. um, and while we have no free ads, they're not paying us, but. On the website displaying the groups, they also have what they think are going to be the the likely finish. So as we tell what we say, what we're going to say, I'll read you theirs and we can react to that as well. Does that sound like a plan? Yeah, sure. For Group A, their predicted finish is Liverpool, Napoli, Ajax, Rangers. I think that's insane. <laughs> wow. That is insane, Joey. Quite. I don't think Napoli are good enough for that. I'm with you on that one, Joey. Should we move on to Group B? I'm, I'm ready. Joey? Group B consists of FC Porto from, from uh, what is it, Bucket A or what is Pot it? A. Pot A, Atletico Madrid, Pot B, Bayer Leverkusen, Pot C, Club Brugge from Pot D. Joey, I feel like this is this is not the most exciting group, but I do feel like I feel like I, I know who's going to get fourth. First through third is going to be, or I guess second and third, again, are going to be a bit of a toss-up because I do feel like Atletico Madrid has to finish first in this group, right? I feel like I think we're also going to differ on this. Really? I I think that the group is going to go Porto, Atleti, Club Bruges, and then Bayer. Wow! Wow! So I, I don't got... I don't think Atleti are strong. I mean, maybe maybe they'll prove me wrong. I hope they prove me wrong this season because I love it when Spanish teams succeed. Other than Real. <laughs> but <laughs> I think Porto they won they won the the what is it called Liga Nos oh no it's not yeah. called that anymore Liga I think it's just called Liga de, de Portugal or something this year oh. but they won it pretty comfortably they're a really good team they have a strong squad Atleti still struggling Fire Leverkusen are I don't know they they give me they give me iffy signs and Club Brugge. Let's not forget that they had a pretty pretty good Champions League group stage showing against Man City and PSG last season, and these are much easier teams to overcome than those two. Don't they have an American goalie as well? They used to. 
He is uh, Ethan Horvath is now where is he? He's in the championship somewhere. Well, there you go. I feel like that's somewhat of an upgrade. <laughs> uh, yeah, but to to counter you, I do think Athletic finishes first. I do think it's Porto or Bayern or Bayer Leverkusen second and third. I don't know exactly Ooh. which of that. Because, I mean, my whole thing is leagues matter to me in the sense where it's like week in, week out, Nottingham Forest plays against some of the best teams in the world, right? Sure, yeah. City, um, Liverpool, kind of, Tottenham, Arsenal, Chelsea. Yeah, I, I So they're, they're going to be more used to playing tougher competition than, say, a Club Brugge because they're the best in their team, their league by far, right? So not by far, not by definitely not by far. Who else is in that league? Gank, uh, they didn't even. Oh, that's who, fair. Who won Circle Circle Bruges? No, who won it? Last? I don't know. I don't know enough <laughs> about Belgium. But they, <laughs> they, they're there. There are some good teams in that league. I think they're not to be to be overlooked. Fair enough. Fair enough. Joey, ESPN's predicted finish, very similar to what you said. Porto, Atleti, Leverkusen, Bruges. What are your thoughts, reactions on that? I think that could also easily happen as well. I would not be surprised. (laughs) Joey, it is time we move on to my favorite group of the Champions League. The quote-unquote group of death. Coming out of pot A, Bayern Munich. Coming out of pot B, Barcelona, Joey. Pot Mm -hmm. C, Inter Milan. And pot D, Victoria Polzin. Yeah. I, who knows if I said that correctly, but <laughs> this is going to be an exciting pot. I uh, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but if I can say my prediction first, I do think that the pots that they were pulled from is going to be the exact finishing order. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you completely. I think that is exactly how it's going to go. I think Bayern could, could, could easily be argued as the best team in the world. Barca stole stole their star striker, has some great players on the team, but you know it's still it's still a new team, not as gelled as Bayern is and yeah. has been for the past couple of years. And Inter, they always seem to struggle a little bit. Last time Barca played Inter in the Champions League, they beat them. So I think I think it'll finish exactly that order. Did question? Did Mane start his career in the Bundesliga? I can't remember. Mane started his career at Salzburg in Austria. Oh, okay. That's okay. Yes, I, yes. I always get them and Leipzig mixed up. Yeah. Because don't they have fair. like the same logos? Well, they're both owned by, by Red Bull. They're pretty yeah. similar logos. Any team owned by Red Bull, I genuinely hate. Joey. Oh, I actually kind of admire the Red Bull teams. That's, that's for another day. But You like, you admire New York Red Bulls. I admire, I, no. <laughs> I admire the Red Bull organization as a whole, and I think what they do specifically in soccer outside of other sports is is they don't spend money like, I don't know, like a city group does, but they yeah, like they, they have great academies like Joshua Kimmich, Sadio Mane, Timo Werner, all have come out of their, you know, their systems, their scouting systems, Erling Holland. Yeah, no, they're they're yeah. they're they're a well-run organization and something to look at and admire. They're also Jesse Marsh. Ex- yeah, they're also extreme with like a capital X, Joey, because it's Red Bull. Um, you know what? 
you're like extreme like you know oh 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 oh, yeah. oh. i see <laughs> i i was i was i heard the like x and then space and then stream <laughs> <laughs> i got a little confused there uh, fair that's that's fair i guess i guess um, i understand now but joey are you ready to hear the espn prediction finish for group c they predict bayern inner barca pilsen i could see it happening to be honest, I, yeah. but i i i do think barca are gonna i i think it'll be close i think it'll be Bayern with probably around 15 points and then Barca on Inter really close and then yeah I wouldn't be surprised if Victoria pulls in got got one or zero points here's the thing though hypothetically Barca gets third do they then win the Europa League I mean it's the same as last year they they should they probably would but it's they just you know, don't care it's, it's a knockout competition so yeah, anything can that. happen. One one game goes wrong, and and then the whole competition's over. So they but should you, though, if they if they drop were to drop down into it. Yeah. So Joey, are you ready to move on to halfway through these groups? Group D, my group. Group starts off from pot one. I how do you say it? I I can track Eintracht Frankfurt. Eintracht Frankfurt at a group. Pot B, Tottenham, Pot C, Sporting CP, and Pot D, Marseille. Joey, we were texting when the draw was going off. I was really hoping Marseille got sent to Group uh, C because then it really would have been. It would have been. I think it would have been the most difficult group in the history of the Champions. Oh my god, that would have been amazing. Yeah, that would have been difficult. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I mean, there is one team, two teams, I guess, that stand out here. I don't think Frankfurt's as good as they like i don't know if they're necessarily a pot one team you know what i mean i get it because they won the europa league but i think they finished like eighth or ninth last year in the Bundesliga. that's what i'm saying i don't i don't know if they're necessarily a but like, did they finish not, eight or ninth? amazing team did they finish eight or ninth because they were focused on the europa league or i mean did it, they... it definitely had an impact but <clears throat> finishing eighth or ninth in the Bundesliga does say something even if you yeah. are to win the europa league with it so who do you think he's going to finish first? I think Tottenham are going to finish first, and I think Sporting CP are probably going to come second. That's, wow. That's, that's how I see it. I have it's, I have Tottenham, Marseille, and then Frankfurt and Sporting CP for the last two spots. I think I think this one's an interesting group, not because like all the teams are like such like top tier, but I think it, it it's exciting because it's so equal. Yeah, like w- between Frankfurt, Sporting, CP, Marseille, and and I do think Tottenham are the best team, but I think on 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 some days they can stoop down to the level of the other three teams, and it it makes for good viewing when all three teams in one group are of such equal quality, and I think we yeah. we see that in in Group B a little bit as well. Yeah. So, Joey, are you ready to are you ready to hear ESPN's finish? Sure. I I bet you a thousand dollars that you will not guess what ESPN says this finishing four is going to be. They say what? Sporting CP Tottenham Frank Marseille Frankfurt. Incorrect. Are you ready uh, to hear it? What is it? Tottenham one. Okay. Frankfurt two. Sporting C 
and Dynamo Zagreb 4. <laughs> wow. That's what they have on ESPN. How <laughs> incredible predictions, if true. <laughs> Imagine the team not in the group comes forth. That would be amazing. That would be that would be something. That would be that really is something. that is something you would love to see. But Joey, let's move on to Group E. We're we're over halfway through. We're forty seven, almost forty eight minutes in. Mm-hmm. Group E: AC Milan, Chelsea, FC Salzburg, and then our favorite Dino Zagreb. What are your thoughts <laughs> on this one? I think this one's another one that will. I think we're gonna see three and four stay as is with Salzburg and 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 Dinamo Zagreb. But I don't know. AC Milan are a very good team. They won uh, the Serie A last, se- last season, but Italian teams do tend to struggle, and Chelsea were in the final not too long ago, so they know how to win. They still have the same manager. Um, but do they have, do they have the, the camaraderie, that teamship, in order to win the group that it seems like AC Milan do have? They, ha- they have a very together team, and Chelsea, you know, they don't have a striker. They're always bickering with in the fan base, and you know, yeah. Hopefully, they won't win. I would love it if they didn't win, but hopefully, they get third. If I'm picking with my heart, they get third or even fourth, but I don't think that'll happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what hit me with your your prediction for the for the the order? I'm gonna go with Chelsea and then Milan, but I could very well see it being the other way. I'm I'm gonna go exactly with you and flip it the other way around. <laughs> You're going to go Milan and Chelsea? I, I am. Just because mainly that's more what I would like to see. I don't want to see Chelsea win anything ever. <laughs> I would like that as well. So, Joey, we move to Group F, which if Group C is the group of death, would that make this the group of life? <laughs> yeah, this one is definitely the easiest group, I would say. that This group consists of Real Madrid, RB Leipzig, Shakhtar Donetsk, and Celtic. Not, no, n- like not necessarily terrible teams, but not like great teams, you know. Yeah, I mean, we have Real, who are the perennial winners. They are the best team in yeah. Champions League history. They somehow always do well in the competition, no matter how bad they look, which is so infuriating. But the other three teams, really, they're not. They're not doing it for me. Yes, Celtic won the Scottish League. They do have an American in Cameron Carter-Vickers, which is definitely a big boost for them. But, you know, Leipzig, they look underwhelming this season so far. Shakhtar Donetsk, I mean, it's they've never really... I don't even know if they've ever made it out of a group stage before. And, I mean, we don't really need to talk about what's happening in Ukraine right now. The the team is definitely a little bit weakened because of that. Yeah. So, I, I... I, this is it's got to be an easy walk to to first place for Real Madrid and then honestly I could see any of those team any of those other three teams finishing second through fourth yeah yeah I, I feel like close one I feel like it's gotta be Real obviously then I don't know my heart's telling me go with Celtic Leipzig Donetsk but I don't know you know, I I do I I I could I think the most likely I could see it going as Real Leipzig Celtic and then Shakhtar. I I could see that as well. I I really that's yeah just, yeah that's that's founded on nothing. 
It's the these teams I haven't watched enough of to understand. But yeah, I mean, it's not often you go out and watch a Ukrainian a Ukrainian yeah. league game, so we don't Joey. we don't have too much information on them. ESPN ESPN predicts Real, Celtic, Leipzig, Shakhtar Donetsk, which I mean, yeah. understandable, understandable and believable to be honest. Yeah, I do think Shakhtar have lost uh, quite a few players actually this transfer window because. Because of the the rule in UEFA that allows any Ukrainian players to terminate their contracts and leave, because of safety reasons, so that's probably smart. I, it, I like it that is rule. smart, but it's 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 a shame for Shakhtar, who are you know historically yeah. a good club, and they some good players have come from there, and they they usually make it into the Champions League. So, Joe, we're shame. gonna move right along at fifty two minutes. Move. We're gonna go Group G, Man City. Sevilla, Dortmund, FC Copenhagen. This is another, this is like the group of death junior, in my opinion, although Sevilla's lost a lot. Interesting. So I do think, I do think it's City, Dortmund, Sevilla, Copenhagen. What are your thoughts on that? I'm, I'm putting it at the same as that. I, I would, I would put it at the mini group of life, to be honest with you. Really? I think, I think Man City, far and away the best team in this group, and Sevilla and Dortmund, they're 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 good teams historically. Sevilla, you know, with the the history of Europa League, but I, I don't know. They they don't they look they don't look good this season. Start. I know we're only two games into the season in La Liga, but they really are not looking good. And Dortmund just lost Erling Haaland. Yes, they they do they do have Gio Reyna, so that that brings it back a little. America, bit USA. But, but it's 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 going to be a tougher year for them, well, to say the least. So, I I think it'll end exactly how you said it with Dortmund in second and Sevilla in third. Oh uh, yeah. Um, ESPN predicts City, Sevilla, Dortmund, FC Copenhagen. Mm. I mean, kinda, it's, kinda it's crazy. I can it's see a good it. group for Sevilla because they're not as good as they were last season, but there's a possibility of them getting out of it into the round of 16, which would be great for Spanish football. Yes. Any, any win for Spain is a win for you, Joey. So let's, exactly. let's, exactly. let's move on to a group with no Spanish teams. Ooh, group final H. group, final group, Joey. It is a headlined by a team. I know you think can go pretty far. Yeah. I disagree. Um, group <laughs> H is PSG, Juventus, Benfica, and Maccabi Haifa. Joey, yeah. tell me why you think PSG has a chance to win it all. I mean, I think just to start at the group, this group is going exactly how you just listed it. It's going PSG, Juve, Benfica, and Maccabi Haifa. Um, Benfica were great last season, but they lost their best player. And they're not going to be as good this season. And Juve have only strengthened. so, And they yeah. have Weston McKinney, so makes it even easier. Yeah, I mean... USA, Joey. I mean, there's not much more you need to say about any team ever Love than it. just USA. Exactly, exactly. It makes it easy. And then, I God. Well, I was gonna get into PSG a little bit. Well, actually, hit let's me, finish the group and then we can talk about. I was just gonna think. say I I agree with you. I do think it's gonna be PSG, Juve, Benfica, Maccabi, Hive. The only difference with ESPN is they have Juve finishing first when they say quote. Juve will edge the two games against PSG, allowing the Serie A side to claim the top spot. In no chance. H. That sounds crazy to me. I give, I give that good, a 10% but... chance of it happening. 
yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. I they did edge see Chelsea that. last season, so it's it's possible, but I don't know. I don't I don't see it with how good he is. Yeah, but be. also Chelsea doesn't have Mbappe, Neymar, uh, Messi, so yeah, you know, makes it a little bit easier. Exactly, but be honest with me. Give me three reasons why you think PSG is going to win it all. I, I, I do honestly think that PSG. I think other people are. I, I think Man City are a close second, and and Real and Bayern as well. But PSG to me this season they they have they still have that star power. They were able to keep on to Messi. They were able to keep on to Mbappe, and they didn't sell Neymar. But this time they finally have a good manager who knows how to win in Ligue 1. Who knows how to get the best out of these players. They're finally just like... It, it seems like they're clicking. And when you get... Probably the current best player in the world. The best player ever. And then one of the best players ever. Player who's about to break Pele's scoring record for Brazil. It's a deadly, deadly combo. And they're showing that. They haven't scored less than five goals this season. In a game. So... Yes, it's Ligun. But they did just play Lille. There's Ligun is is perennially underrated by other people, and I think they have better competition than people think. And now I just they they look really good, and mostly I just want to see Messi lift another, your uh, another Champions League. Here's the thing. Certain teams tend to have certain curses around them, Joey. Right. Mm-hmm. City can't win the Champions League. PSG cannot win the Champions League. Those are just those aren't like thoughts. Those are facts. It's like <laughs> at least not in current time they can't. And that's it's just will always be that way. If I had to pick three teams that I think had an honest to god chance to win the entire thing, Bayern, Real, and you're gonna hate me for this, Joey. I think Tottenham has a chance. You get out of I the group stage. You get out of the than they have in the past. You get out of the group stage. Anything can happen. We saw it once when we beat True. City uh, 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 away on on away goals. Mm-hmm. We saw it again when they beat Ajax on away goals. Anything can happen, Joey. We saw it. They got cheated out of the finals against Liverpool by a terrible penalty call, which I love to bring up every chance I get. Uh-huh. But I do feel like if they're gonna win it probably has to be this year right it, it everything is pointing towards them winning it Kane it has expressed many times that he wants to win a big trophy before he leaves right because he wants to win it with Tottenham right we got Lucas Mora who's probably going to leave next season we have a bunch <laughs> of the new guys Richarlson uh Dino Kulishevsky who's not really new but it's a second season and, like, all of these guys want to win. They want to win with and for Conte. And I feel like if it's going to happen, it's going to happen this year. And that's, I mean, like, I'm am I biased? Yes. I'm a huge Tottenham fan, so of course I'm going to say this every year. But do I mean it more now than ever? Also, yes. I do think if they're ever going to win it, this is their best chance to do so. Very fair. I mean, I want to win a Champions League, too, to be honest with you. I, can, <laughs> does that mean I'm going to win it? Joey, they might, they might, you never know. Javi might sub you on in the, in the 90, like, or in the 121st minute so you can take the penalties for, for Barca. But, you know, you got to be at the game to get subbed in, so. Yeah, yeah, maybe if everyone gets in, he goes to pull someone from, from the stands. (laughs) Who, who can take a penalty? Uh, I can. 
It'd be like, you know, have you ever seen that, um, the Nike commercial, the winner stays on one where they start off on a, a, like a pitch in like the outskirts of London and it's kind of crappy and muddy. And then as they're playing, the players start to transform into like Iniesta and Ibra and like Ronaldo. Oh, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. Probably vaguely. I'd say we, we link it in a tweet and we make our viewers watch or listeners watch it as well. But anyway, on Twitter, the video marquee matchup pod. Of course, of course. The video is about five minutes long and it ends with a penalty and it's it's Ronaldo steps up to take it against Tim Howard and this little kid walks up and taps on Ronaldo's shoulder and he's like, I'll take it. Oh and then he and then he goes for the panenka. And then he misses and, it. And scores the and scores the winning oh. penalty and, and everyone goes crazy. Of course and it's on Tim Howard too. That was that was my that I used to watch that before, like basically every game as <laughs> as a kid growing up. I love that. Yeah, that's video. pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, Joey, we just crest an hour. We're in an hour. We're in an Ooh. hour thirty seconds right Ooh. now. So I think it is time we move on to next week's matches. I think, you... I think we can cruise through these pretty quickly. We'll, we'll we'll speed through them. Would you like to lead us into the first one? Yeah. So we're. How about, starting... Hold on, hold on. How about we do this? Ooh. You introduce the match. Talk about like two key things. Hit me with a score. And then I counter with my score. We schmooze, Joey. Schmoozing. Okay. Schmooze quickly. So we're starting off. We're going back to the MLS. We haven't talked about the MLS in a little bit. Oh, hell yes. We're going back to America. We're talking about Austin FC versus LAFC. Second versus first place in Austin. This is the battle for the Western Conference, but not really because LA are almost 10 points ahead. But it's going to be a good game nonetheless. We have Sebastian. Sebastian, yeah, his name's Sebastian. Sebastian Driussi, who is most likely going to be the MVP of the season, and LA, who have about ten players to talk about, and you know, it's it's going to be exciting. Maybe maybe Matthew McConaughey will be there. Can I can I just ask something quick before we move? Yeah. How are you gonna like pass over? Be like, oh, LA has a lot of people, to, the players to talk about. And not mention Tottenham legend Gareth Bale. Like, that's just crazy to me. Because I think he started, like, one game since joining. <laughs> Is, does he really not start? Yeah, no, he doesn't. Vela doesn't even start anymore. What? Are they that good? Yeah, it's a good team. There's that's lots of competition. crazy, man. It's 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 an ex- there's a reason that they're so far ahead that they're It's going to be it's going to be very exciting to see them lose in the semifinals of the uh, of the playoffs. Yeah, it definitely will be. <laughs> they're all LA are all they're already on course to break uh or not already, but they are currently on course to break the point record sent by New England just last season, so they probably will too. To That's incredible. That the is record very is, much incredible. The record is seventy three, and they are sixteen points behind that with eight games to go. Jeez, but I also feel like breaking that record kind of has some um, like a curse associated with it because they like the Revs lost to NYCFC, who went on to win the cup. And that's not me being a fan, like bragging about it. That's just a fact. You know what I mean? No, yeah. I mean this. The supporter shield has nothing to do with the with the cup because. First place, I, I can't tell you the last time the team that came in first place won the MLS Cup. Yeah. So. Well, Joey, hit me with a score prediction on this one. I'm a, I'm going to go with 2-1 Austin. Wow. I'm going to go 2-all draw. I, I have faith. I'm excited to see it. 
All right. So we'll, we'll go with that one, Joey. All righty. Joey, while we le- before we lead us into our next match, I do have one thing to say, right? Mm, what is that? I have been known as many things. I've been known as a fan of teams. I've been known as a, a fanatic of many teams. I've been known as a hater, Joey, because in the end of in, in the grand scheme of things, I just hate everyone, right? <laughs> and when you hate your rivals, you always hate them no matter what. And like, yeah, there's such thing as giving credit where credit is due. For example, Arsenal has they're undefeated so far in the season. They're three and zero, but there's also some part of being a realist, Joey. Who have they played? Oh, you're asking me. That's the, no, no, no. But that was a good response because they played nobody. Their first ma- like real matchup comes against Tottenham in like two months. They don't play anyone for the first month. They backloaded their calendar so they can gloat in the first half of the season and be like, oh my god, we're first. It's like, shut You've played Bournemouth, Leicester, and Crystal Palace. That's crazy. Tottenham is in, what? what is Tottenham in? They're in like third place, fourth place. They're in fourth place, two points behind you, and we've tied with Chelsea. If they played a real team, they would have lost instantly. That's why I, I'm sick and tired, Joey, of everyone being like, well, actually, Arsenal's really good this year. How do we know that? Who have they played? Who who have they played? Has Gabriel Jesus scored against a real team and not, like, freaking Bournemouth? Like, that's that's it. I could score against Bournemouth, Joey. You put me on a pitch with 10 other Premier Leaguers, and I score against Bournemouth 9 out of 10 times. That's all I'm going to say. Our next match is Arsenal <laughs> versus Fulham, Joey. Um... Fulham's a good team, though. We saw them draw with uh, Liverpool. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to some extent, do you feel like this is Arsenal's first real challenge of the season? I mean, to be honest, Charles, I do think all of these games are, are a real challenge. I think they're good teams, Crystal Palace especially. But I think... What? I think Crystal Palace are a good team. That's crazy to say. When you're talking... Like, you can say... They're an all right team, and I'll stand. I'll, I'll agree with that. But when you're talking good teams in the Premier League, you're talking Tottenham, City, Crystal Palace, drew Liverpool, one all with Liverpool. Yeah, but Liverpool and... is in 16th place, Joey. Okay, Liverpool is... is still a good team. I cannot. I cannot believe what I'm hearing, Joey. I'm. I. This is. This is blasphemy. This is ludicrous to hear. But go ahead. I'll let you finish. I'll let you finish. I mean. Uh... I'm not trying to argue that Crystal Palace is is gonna win the league here, but <laughs> I think I think you need to give Arsenal a little bit more credit. They have been playing well. Okay, they haven't been playing no. well. Uh, Thank okay, you. they're Thank terrible. You. They're horrible. They, they actually they're horrible. Are. They lucked their way to nine goals in three games, and now they're on top. Joey, but, if I were if Tottenham played three Champion League okay, side okay. teams, we would win fourteen to nil. Like, you can't compare. We've played Chelsea. Like, what do you mean? Of course we're not going to score a lot versus okay, Chelsea. Tranqu- we scored two goals against primo. Chelsea. Okay, okay tranquilo. Okay. <laughs> we got it. We're, we're, go- we're not it even just... talking. We're not talking about Tottenham. No, we're talk- but we're talking like we're talking. We're, we're blowing Arsenal out of proportion and being like, they're the no best. Is- they're in first. We're, they're so good. It's like. Until they play a good team, and by a good team I mean a top six team minus Man United and Liverpool, I will be 
I mean, and themselves, I'll be, I will be like, okay, they're better than I thought they were, right? If they beat or draw City, Chelsea, us, I'll be like, okay, hats off. They're, I'll, I'll give it to them. They're better than I thought they were. But until that day, they are still a team that is beating up on infants and being like, oh my God, we're the best. We're first place in the league. We're going to get the Champions League. It's like, no, you're not. I still think, I think Arsenal finishes fifth place overall. And that is, that's guaranteed. I, I'm locking that in now. I think it's going to be Tottenham, Chelsea, City, then maybe someone surprising, but I don't think, I think it's going to be Liverpool or you, or United. Probably Liverpool in the top four. That's my, that's my rant for the episode, Joey. Thoughts? I think you spend a lot of time on Tottenham Hotspur Twitter. Joey, I'm angry. I'm an angry young boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. I don't... <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, we're talking about Arsenal versus Fulham. I'm glad we've finally gotten the, the time to introduce that. It is a... <laughs> it's a London derby. It's going to be first versus seventh place. But Fulham, you know, they're having... They're having a decent season so far. They they started off with a draw against Liverpool and then a draw against Wolves, and they just beat Brentford, who did in fact beat Man United 4-0 the week before. So can it's I, amazing can, how football works, but I'm raising my be, hand. Can oh I no. can I can I rebuke that? What? How are you gonna praise Brentford for beating Man U 4-0 when half the goals were all David De Gea? Like that's crazy. Hey, oh, four goals. Four goals are four goals. A two, win is a win. Two goals were good. One was David de Gea was apparently playing like hot potato with like infinite sticks of butter before the game in his in his in his goalie gloves. Like he he was like it was if de, if David de Gea was a delivery doctor, right? And my wife was giving birth. I would not trust him. He would drop the child directly on its head. Jay. Like, it's crazy to, to give this man any, like, credit and be like, wow, Brentford's good for beating him 4-0. Like, that's crazy. Did you see the second goal in that game? David De Gea passed it to Erickson, who had a man basically grabbing his shorts. Like, that's crazy that we're, we're crediting Brentford for scoring on basically a Little League team. Like, it's crazy. How have no, how has no one seen this? There are good teams in the Premier League. Arsenal, City, Liver or Arsenal, Liverpool, United are not some of them. If anyone beats United or Liverpool, it's not a big thing. It's like, oh my god, that would be the equivalent of like saying like, holy cow, dude. You beat Bournemouth? Oh my god, that's I cannot believe it. That's huge. But it's not, Joey. Like, it's not. Everyone, like, this is what I'm sick and tired of. Every time Tottenham has a win, right, whether it be a draw at Man U or a draw at Liverpool or a win at Man City, everyone is always like, they just got lucky, dude. They're they're not good. Like, they got, they'll lose when they play like Man U. And to be fair, last season we did because Ronaldo sat on, the, sat on his ass for 37 games or 36 games, and played us twice and scored a hat-trick, I think, in both games, which is ridiculous, right? But every time we lose, it's like, oh, pff, bro, that, that team wasn't even that good. It's like, okay, cool, but you can't, like, hype up Brentford for beating a shitty Man United team at the same time, Joey. I'm livid. I'm angry, and I'm sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired, Joey. <laughs> 
I'm glad you just went on a rant about a team that we're not even talking about. <laughs> Joey, when you're a Tottenham fan, you have to understand being a DC United and a West Ham fan. When people just talk trash about your team undeservedly, it just gets annoying. Do you know what I mean by that? I think it's pretty deserved in my case, but... Uh, in your case, I would agree with. But Tottenham, like, <laughs> Tottenham's a good side. They're a good team with a good manager and a, like, a respectable, like, score sheet. They, they res- like, their results so far in the end of last season and this season have been good. We beat Wolves 1-0. Yes, we probably should have won by more. But we won the game, and that's what matters in the end. Do you know what I mean? Charlie, I think you're letting the Arsenal fans get to your head. I don't think too many people are arguing that Tottenham's a bad team. Joey, Joey, my favorite part about today, right, when I was watching the the Champions League draw, Uh was every time Yaya Torre picked up one of those balls and he opened it, I didn't have to worry about it saying Arsenal, England, on on the thing because Mm. they finished fifth place. They're a bunch of loser dweebs who can't do anything. You you have, like... Arsenal might be the single most embarrassing team in the entire world, in my opinion. I think they're ridiculous. They're they're like the, they're like the Yankees. They're living off as a Yankee fan. I can say this: they're living off past hype and excitement from like winning titles years ago, and now they're mediocre to like decent at best. You know what I mean? Hmm. It's ridiculous, Joey. This has just become an hour of me ranting, and I love it. It really I love has it. been. I think that was about ten to fifteen minutes. This is how I get all of my anger out, which I'm I'm all I'm for. I'm all for. Okay, I think we should move into score predictions. Joey, hit hit me with it. I'm gonna go with three one to Arsenal. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four four nil because this Arsenal team is unlike any side we've ever seen, and they're just so good all the time. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it, Joey. We're, well, now we're talking about Germany, Charlie. No, we're get, not. Are we? Are Did we? I get the games? No, we're talking Juve Roma, Joey. Oh, that's my bad. I mixed up the order. Now we're but talking Joey, about Italy, Charlie. Joey, this game makes me even more upset. No. <laughs> Who's the manager of Roma? We don't need to get into it. <laughs> Joey, Joey, I need to use the restroom, so you're going to talk about this game, and I'll be back in, in, a, in a minute or so, okay? So now I listen. Lovely. I ranted. Okay. I ranted for ten minutes. That's good. Now, You'll be now like the audience. For a yeah. Bit. Now they won't need to listen to me. So I'll be back. Okay. Soon. Love okay. you, Joey. Love you too. Have a fun pee. Oh, he just spilled his drink. <laughs> Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my podcast. I'm glad you could. I'm glad you could come here to listen to me. Right now, we're going to be talking about Juve versus Roma. Juventus versus AS Roma. This is probably going to be a pretty exciting game. We talked about Juventus before um, with their Champions League draw. And they're a decent team. They've strengthened a little bit in the summer. But we have AS Roma, who have strengthened by taking one of Juventus's best players. Obviously, it's not their best player because that's Weston McKinney. But they got Paolo Dybala on a free. If you saw that... Ser- that uh, I guess you could call it a ceremony or his presentation on the streets of Rome. There were more people at that game than there are at at that presentation than there are at the Super Bowl. So he's clearly a crowd favorite and he's proven it. He's had a great season so far. I don't know how many goals he scored, but he's been involved in this team. And Roma are looking 
like a solid side under Jose Mourinho. They have some a solid team, you know, well-rounded, and they're they're definitely going to provide some problems here for Juve. So I think I think we could this is going to be one of the closer games of the week, and I think we could we could even see a Roma win possible. I don't know. Charlie Charlie is is back and he's ready to chat. So what do you think? We're going we're you missed everything other than the score prediction. So what do you think, Charles? Joey, I spilled an entire glass of water all over my PC. This oh, is good. this is gonna be. I've an heard issue. water is great for electronics. You know, I would have to agree. Um, but my score prediction, I don't know. Again, I, I don't know how much. I don't know what you talked about because I actually was at the bathroom. This wasn't all just a long-winded uh, joke. <laughs> um, I don't. Again, I don't know much about Syria, but I do know like obviously, and it, it's gonna sound dumb, but managers tend to bring a certain like level of experience and play to a club obviously Mourinho didn't bring it to Tottenham right because they didn't win anything but he's so far he did he's so far yeah he's bringing it to Roma and Roma's playing very well they're a strong team I think they're gonna give Juve a run for their money my prediction is Roma wins Two to one. I think it's gonna be a one all draw. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> that that fits in. That fits in with my gambling. Uh, <laughs> Joey, are you ready? Oh, I canceled the wrong game. Damn it! I'm just still dealing with all of this water. It's like it, it's like a tsunami hit my uh, hit my my computer right now. Wow, that's pretty exciting. <laughs> Well, are we ready to move on to the next game? For those that don't know, because this is an audio podcast, Joey and I, we, we FaceTime basically every time we record. And I, I've been trying to clean my desk up. And I look back at our, our FaceTime, and Joey is holding a foot. Like, Joey, can you explain what this is so the people listening know? This Why do you for, have a foot? This is a little art project that my brother did. Savvy, if you're listening, I'm holding your foot currently. <laughs> I completely forgot that it was a foot when I picked it up, and then I then you saw it and just started laughing. I was so confused. I'm like, why does Joey have a massive foot? I was gonna do foot? a little like phone action with it to confuse you. Oh, but Joey, you saw you it before. S- you screwed me. I screwed. No. That's this illegal. game, Joey. This game isn't on Saturday. Which is it on Saturday? The, the one we're talking about next, it's tomorrow at 12.30. Which one? The Bayern versus Borussia Mönchengladbach. No, it's on Saturday. I'm on FOTMOB. It says tomorrow at 12.30. Is your time right? Mine says Saturday, August 27th at 12.30 noon. What? Wait, it does too, but what's today? Today's Thursday. Why does it say tomorrow? What's going on here? I don't know. Kind of I'll have this up tomorrow, so issues. people will be able to listen to it. Joey, our whole podcast, this is the worst episode we've ever produced. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a comedic one. Joey, let's keep moving. No one's going to make it this far. We're an hour yeah. and 18 minutes in. No Ooh. one's going to be listening to this. Ooh. Joey, hit, hit, lead me into this game and tell me what's important about it and why I should care. Well, this is Bayern versus Borussia Mönchengladbach. It's first versus second. Yes, we're only three games in, but first versus second is always something to think about. Bayern absolutely dominating the Bundesliga this season. Definitely exceeding my expectations with a 
goal difference of 14 in three games. Jeez. Which is ridiculous, which is in fact the same goal difference as PSG. So we're seeing some domination out of the two teams that already dominate. So it's really not that different, but at the same time, it's different because they're dominating even more somehow going into this new season. But anyways, this is going to be Bayern's biggest biggest challenge of the season so far, but let's be honest, it probably won't be that much of a challenge given how they're playing so far. Joey, I would have to agree with you. I've said it once, I'll say it again. I do think Bayern is one of, if not the strongest teams in the world, right? I don't think anyone's disagreeing with you on that one. That's what I'm saying, exactly. But I don't think that, like, this team, even though they are second after three matches, I don't think this team's going to be the one to stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they, I don't know if they dominate, but they roll through uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach. Um, I'm just going to say it every time. Uh, I think they roll through them and get the win easily. Also, little fun side story, because this whole episode has just been one long side story. Um when I first started playing FIFA, right, mm-hmm. I started, I, I was a, a, a young Tottenham fan back in the day. And I started my career as a Tottenham player. And I didn't really, this was before I understood soccer. And instantly they're like, you're getting loaned out. I'm like, why? I just want to play on Tottenham. And they're like, nope. And I'm like, okay. Borussia Mönchengladbach was the first team that I was loaned out. Hey. To. So they have, a, they have a special Going place in my heart. Roots. Special place in my heart, though, I do think they are going to get destroyed in this match. Yeah, not destroyed, I think, but I think it'll be it'll they'll probably lose this one too. I don't. I I'm I'm gonna go with a not destroyed as well. I think it could be a, a three one or something of that sort. But it's gonna go four yeah. one with my prediction, Joey. Oh wow, that's a big one. That's a big one. Let's see what happens. We we will see indeed, Joey. But is it time to move to our random match of the week? I think it's time to move to our random match of the week joey this has been one of the most exciting teams to watch in recent like recent recent history being like the last in this season so far yes three games three weeks jo- <laughs> joey the team we are talking about of course is Leeds united states of america they are an absolute joy to watch absolutely mm-hmm. dismantling chelsea three nil Mm-hmm. It was Brendan Harrison with the the wonderful no look pass. Oh my goodness! Or no no, no goal, look goal. No I'm goal, sorry, yes. no look goal. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. It's there. I've heard. I don't know how true it is, but I've heard that the amount of Americans on the team is starting to gain traction in America, so that a lot of the Leeds games are being pushed to USA, and certain games like Liverpool, Man City are being pushed back to Peacock only. Yep, that is exactly what's happening this game. That is right. Brighton Hove Albion versus Leeds United is going to be the the premier game in the Premier League this weekend when Let's Liverpool go. and Manchester United are both playing at the same time. That Let's is impressive go. from Leeds United. And that's why it's our random game of the week. And that's why I am 100% going to be watching this game. I've always, I, to be honest... Even before they came to Leeds, Tyler Adams and Brendan Aronson were my two favorite USMNT players. Oh, and yeah. the fact that they both came to the same club was crazy for me. I was so excited when they both arrived, and I'm still just as excited. I, I woke up I woke up early to watch their first game of the season, and, and it was fantastic, and I'm going to do it again. It's one of those things, especially for me, where it's like, 
for so long, I've been a fan of the Premier League, right? And that's the league I know best. That's the most, most players I know, the most like games I actually watch. And especially seeing a team with A, this many Americans, B, this exciting to watch, and C, on TV as much as it is, is just mwah, chef's kiss. It's amazing because it's beautiful. This I feel like this is 100% now my secondary team to cheer for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Behind exactly. my, exactly my obvious, obviously Tottenham, but I think it's... I think you're you're striking a chord with just about every American out there by saying that they're the new Fulham, Joey. We we talked about it in the past. Full America. Yeah. We didn't even mention Charlie because of all your ranting. I didn't even get to mention that Fulham have two Americans and one of the the club captain is American, Tim oh. Reed. Why but didn't you anyways. talk about that, Joey? Ah, uh, that's okay. I, I I forgot. I was distracted. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry about that. I'll have to distract you next time. We're also at an hour and 25 minutes, so it's okay. Um, We're covering a lot of Americans this week. They deserve some some, Joey, some time. You know, you're right. You are 100 percent correct. Um, hit me with your score prediction first, and then how many goals are Brendan Aronson and Tyler Adams collectively going to score next week? I think it's going to be two all, and I think Brendan Aronson and Tyler Adams are both scoring a hat trick. Oh, <laughs> I think it's gonna be. Hold on, let me let me check. I think it's gonna be two to one, Brendan Aronson with the brace. I would love to see that. I I would, oh my it. gosh, it would be maybe a Tyler Adams screamer. You never know. Oh, just mix just for... it, mix just sprinkled in there by Justin Marsh. <laughs> Three to one, then. Oh my gosh, <laughs> what was what was really funny to me right was when. They brought out the red cards against Conte and Tuchel. And then next week... Tuchel. It's Tuchel no, Tuchel. Right? It's Tuchel. Okay, uh, okay, next week, Tuchel. Leeds was playing Chelsea. And uh, Jesse Marsh was in like a uh, like the, pre, like the pre-week the pre interview, right? Mm-hmm. And they were asking him about it. They're like, what are, you, are you excited to shake hands with Tuchel this week? And he's like, well, is he going to be there? Like, he got a red card, so he should, he should miss a game, right? And it was just really funny. Well, like, I guess that they technically didn't make him miss one. It was still funny that the American was like, well, I mean, that's the rules, right? Like, you guys should know the rules. Yeah. That's the rules. He knows he knows how to he knows how to talk. Talk yeah, talk talk the talk, I guess. It's it's wonderful to see. I mean It is. It's exciting to have him in the Premier League. Joey, I've been catching up on Ted Lasso. It's like a real life Ted Lasso, which is very because Ted Lasso was Except before. He's so different. <laughs> Ted yes, Lasso it was, was before, before Jesse. It Marsh. was before. But from like an outsider's view, not like looking into it too much, he's just like a really happy guy, or at least he comes off as like an exciting, like, like optimistic type of person, just he like does. Ted Lasso he seems, does. He so. seems like a good. He seems like a good manager to the players. Exactly. He seems like exactly. he keeps spirits up. Well, Joey, do you have anything else you'd like to say about this match? No, go Leeds United States. Woo, Joey! That means it is time for Charlie's gambling. which means joey i'm gonna talk for even more time this podcast are you excited i can't so last last week joey we went three and two again not always the best but we could have gone negative so i will take it what what games did i did i lose on i lost on the uh atletico madrid game which i mean i think i went either way one last week with my stamps yeah you didn't stamp Liverpool. No, who didn't? No, yeah, you went. You went perfect. 
You didn't stamp no, I didn't, Man United? No, I didn't stamp the Man United Wait, Liverpool did game. did I win the Man... Oh, I won the Man United! I didn't even know. I went I went 4-1 and one last week. Hey. <laughs> I forgot that I didn't bet. I thought I just bet Liverpool, because I actually bet Liverpool. I didn't take the bet that I made in the game over 2.5. Loving it. Oh my god, we went 4-1, and one, which makes us overall 79-72-2. Guys, we passed that... Three, that 500 barrier quite a while ago a few episodes ago now and we are just still building on it seven games over 500 is pretty good it's gonna take a bunch of bad weeks in a row to catch up to that which if i'm jinxing myself will happen right now however knock on wood <laughs> uh had to get that in um but joey let's get right into this week's games first game austin fc versus lafc both teams have a legit chance to win the cup right and we're i feel like this match alone is going to tell us who's going to win or, or give us a uh, insight onto the rest of the season. Right. However, mm-hmm. I don't really know which team is better. You can, you can obviously look at the records and say, Oh, LAFC is better because they have more points, but sometimes it's not as simple as doing that. So for this game, I am going over one and a half goals total because that seems like a safe bet to make Joey. Yes. I think, I think you made that one pretty easy on yourself. I think that's a, that's definitely a stamp. Two of the highest scoring teams in the league. I think they might actually be the two highest scoring teams in the league. So, yeah, but Joey, I I don't know. I don't want to pick a team. I could have gone two. Should I bump it up to two and a half goals? No, that's that's fine. Get give yourself the the win. Take the take the easy win, Joey. Next yeah. game, Arsenal versus Fulham. You guys all know my thoughts on Arsenal, right? However, that was me talking as a fan. I do think it's about time because we are in Charlie's gambling corner. It's about time I talk like a gambler. And a lot of times when I gamble, I try and stray away from betting on my favorite teams and my team's rivals. Because when I bet on my favorite teams, I'm always going to bet my teams to win. I'm always going to bet the Yankees. I'm always going to bet the Jets. I'm always going to bet Tottenham, even if it's not a smart thing to do. And for the rivals, I'm always going to bet against Arsenal, the Red Sox, um, the Patriots, everything like that, even if that hurts my wallet quite a bit, right? However, if I, I want to win money, right? So obviously, the smart thing to do is take Arsenal in this one. Arsenal is the better team than Fulham. Although that's not a high barometer to pass, as you heard me for like 45 minutes throughout this podcast. Um, I'm taking double chance Arsenal and draw. Joey, what are your thoughts? Stamp it. Stamp it up. There we go, Joey. Third match, Juve versus Roma. Roma is led by one of the best managers of all time, Joey. And I think that while these teams are very similar, I do think that Juve has been neutered a little bit more than the Roma side has. And I feel like that Jose Mourinho difference is going to push them over the edge. Double chance Roma and draw thoughts. This one, this one's a tough. I think, uh. I think, I think I'll give you the stamp because I think it'll end in a draw. But I could definitely see this going to Juventus as you wrote it on the Aussie wrote it on the dock. Joey, it's been a long day for me. I've Joey, I had for Joey this, for. Continue. Can I can I get into a little bit of my personal life? Go for it, go for it. Joey, I had three job interviews today. Wow. Yeah, so I've had, I've had a, eh, two of them went well. One of them was in person in New Jersey, and I'm in upstate New York, so I didn't go to that one, so I technically only had two. But, you know, we have fun. We have fun. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take I, it, was it, it was at 1230, and I log, I get on my computer at 1225, uh, and I check the email. It's like, here's our address. Make sure to wear a suit and bring a, uh, a resume. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Oh, oh no. So I text them. I'm like, yeah, I have a family emergency. I can't make it. Uh, sorry. And they're like, oh, that's all right. And I'm like, okay, whatever. 
we settled that. But Joey, our next match is Bayern. Wait, wait. Before you before you get into it, I just want you to read this exactly how you wrote it. Yeah, it's exactly Bayern. how you, it's Bayern exactly versus, how you versus Borussia Mazda Sevastopol. I think that was close enough. I think you missed a D, but oh, so, I think the, you're the good. There you go. Okay, there you go, there you go, there you go. Joey, I, we, like, this is an audio podcast. I can speak. I can't spell, right? That's Bayern right. is one of the best teams in the world. Again, I say it every week. I sound, I'm starting to sound like a broken record at this, uh, at this, um, at this rate. But I do think, although Joey's going to kill me, I think that they're the best team in the group of death, group C. Um, Bayern is going to continue to roll through their competition. Double chance Bayern and draw Joey. Thoughts. Easy. Stamp it up. Oh, well, that's good to hear, Joey. We're on to our random match of the week. Our last match, Leeds United, States of America, versus Brighton. So, Joey, we, we tend to have a tradition with our random match of the week. They focus on Americans, right? But usually they're in random leagues, right? So we I remember our first matchup was Young Boys versus Grasshopper, right? Is that mm-hmm. what it was? It was. Very weird. What was that? The Swiss League, right? Yeah. Because so of just because of Pefik, because of Pefik, exactly. But we focus on the Americans at all at all times, and um, jeez, Joey Joey <laughs> posted a picture of a bald eagle in front of an American flag, or well, I guess behind an American flag. Great, great image. But thank you. Back to what I was saying. Most of our random matches of the weeks don't happen in such big leagues like the Prem, right? So. This is a very special match for me, for you, for the listeners, for everyone. So I just have a few things to say. Marsh, Jesse Marsh, God. Brendan Aronson is legit, Joey. Tyler Adams is a bad ass. And the rest of the team, Joey, carry their weight. They're pretty good, too. We'll, we'll give them that. Will they win? <laughs> will Leeds win the league? No. But <laughs> I have to scroll down. But are they good enough to not get relegated and stay fighting for that yes and i do think i'm taking double chance leads and draw god bless the l usa joey that's all i have to say on this on this uh i don't i don't like that you're calling it the l usa well because it's 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 leads united states of america you yeah, know we can leads leads usa how about that leads usa leads usa i'll, I'll take that oh yeah i guess l usa is not a great not a great term um but Obviously, those are my that is my gambling advice. Make sure to gamble responsibly. Never bet more than you're willing to lose, and just have fun with it. Joey, I believe it is your time to take us into the poll of this week. Yes, yes. Well, last week we had a poll that was questioning whether or not we thought Manchester United would finish in the top six, and actually, seventy-five percent of the votes thought no. Which is which is pretty intriguing. So, I was one of the, the votes for no. Interesting thoughts from our our fans. Um, uh, I'm, you know, we'll see we'll see what happens going forward. But this week, because of what just happened today, this morning, we want to talk about the Champions League, and it's 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 a pretty simple one. Who do we think is going to win? We have Man City, we have Bayern, we have Real Madrid, and we have PSG. Unless there's a big surprise, it's going to be one of those four teams. So. And if you Who think differently, if you think that it's not going to be one of those four, please text me at one. So just text me at that, and uh, and we'll see. I'll, I'll add it to the poll for you from there on out. 
or so comment Joey, on our Twitter. Or comment or respond to the tweet or, you know, oh. send me a, a carrier pigeon. I'll get it Ooh. in a few weeks. Love that. Are, car- are carrier pigeons still a thing? I mean, they exist. I don't think they're used too often. <laughs> <laughs> I want to reject humanity and just move back to the time where I can only send messages through smoke signals and carrier pigeons. That's uh, what I'm looking for in life, The Joey. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> but Joey, do you have anything else? To you? Would you like to shout out the, the, the Twitter for us quick? I don't know the handle. Oh my god, it is Marquee Matchup Pod. Or is it Marquee Match... Oh, I don't even know anymore. Now I have to look it up. Marquee Match Pod on Twitter. We tweet Follow out it. score updates. We tweet out uh, news like we did with the Champions League draw. We tweet out other news about when we're recording the episodes, little highlights of our episodes, stuff like that, and as well as our poll of the week. If you are listening on Spotify, we also put the poll of the week in the bottom of the episode every week, so you can vote directly through Spotify as well. Feel free to vote through that. And yeah, just so we can have as many people commenting and, and posting in our polls as possible. Please uh, do. Yeah, we'd love we'd love to hear from all of you fine listeners. I apologize personally on the length of this episode. I think if I cut out about fifteen min or fifty five zero minutes of my ranting, this would be a normal length episode. But you know, we have fun. Uh, Joey, fun do you have any, yeah. do you have anything else you'd like to add? No, sir, I do not. Yeah, well, I have been your host, Charlie. And I still am your host, Joey. <laughs> we do it every week. And this has been the title, or the title pending. Oh, oh no, we do it every week, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Marky Matchup Show. <laughs> Thank you. We love you. And peace. Bye-bye. <laughs>